0: This is Tom. Last week, we briefly discussed the 2,000-plus-year-old story of the birth of our Lord, specifically the story from Matthew 2, which is the journey of the wise men from the East, easily one of the greatest stories in Scripture and, frankly, in all of recorded history. Verses 1 and 2 of Matthew 2 read... Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. I love this story, and it continues through verse 23, all of which I urge you to read. But today, in this edition of 4th Watch 1, I want to give you a quick five-minute crash course about the wise men, also known as the magi or the magi, who they were, how many of them there were, and where they were likely traveling from. It's easy enough. So, the first five things we know are that they were wise or learned men who traveled from the east to Jerusalem in order to find and worship this newborn king of the Jews. So, they were worshipers, to be sure, according to Matthew 2, verse 2. Now, Who specifically? That's hard to say. But I've looked at this quite a bit, and it appears most scholars believe they were very important, influential Persian or Mede or Parthian men. And that's not at all a stretch, because remember, Babylon, which is where I believe they were from, was part of the greater Persian empire in history. Babylon was to the east of Jerusalem, about 500 to 600 miles across the desert, along what might have been one of the major trade routes. I'm thinking now of the famous Silk Road. Some scholars have suggested the wise men or the Magi were Zoroastrians, which was a Persian monotheistic religion believing in one God, but certainly not Jewish. Though if they were from Babylon, they would have been familiar with the Hebrew scriptures, which foretold the coming of a king of the Jews, and they would have had the scriptures because the Jewish exiles to Babylon would have brought them hundreds of years earlier following Nebuchadnezzar's conquest of Jerusalem. But that's another story. Anyway, the magi or wise men would have been well-read, highly educated men. They would have been from among the priestly class. Some traditions refer to the wise men as kings. They likely were not kings, but certainly high ranking officials from the courts of kings. So the Magi may not have been kings, but they would have been king makers. The Magi studied astronomy and astrology. Now we know astrology is something to be shunned, but in those days in the ancient Persian or Mesopotamian empires to the east of Jerusalem, astronomy and astrology were interconnected in their practice. The wise men also had training and facility in the mysterious field of alchemy, which was a precursor to our modern chemistry. And all of these things combined, or why they were known, is magi or magi, which by the way is where we get our word magic from, and that's also another story. So, getting back to their understanding of the stars, and their having seen a particular star in the east, or rising in the east, or in its rising, these wise men or magi would have certainly been skilled celestial navigators, and therefore able to navigate great distances across the desert. So, how many wise men were there? Well, history and tradition have conventionally numbered them as three even going so far as ascribing to them the names of Melchior, Gaspar, and Balthazar, though there's nothing in scripture that either numbers or names them. So why do we say three? Well, because they were bearing three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So three gifts over time translated into three wise men or three magi. So just how many were there? The famous theologian Dr. John MacArthur has suggested that the Magi would have numbered in the thousands. Now, I enjoy the teachings of Dr. MacArthur, and I agree with him 99.9% of the time, and I also agree with him that there would have been more than three wise men, but hardly the thousands he has suggested. The approach of thousands of men would have almost assuredly placed the occupying Roman army forces in and around Jerusalem on high alert. So the Magi clearly did not number in the thousands. My guess is that their entourage would have numbered somewhere around 50 men. And again, that's strictly a guess, but their number would have included the Magi, of course, and however many of them there were, and again, we don't know. Then you would have had their subordinate officials, then the baggage handlers and the servants, And you would have had some sort of security force. You likely wouldn't have had high-ranking court officials crossing hundreds of miles of remote wilderness carrying expensive gifts without some sort of physical protection. And speaking of hundreds of miles, if they were traveling from Babylon in the east, That would have been a venture of anywhere from about 500 to 1,000 miles, depending upon whether or not they traveled straight across the desert as the crow flies, or if they moved north-northwest for a stretch of their journey, then a little west-southwest in order to spend as much time paralleling the Euphrates River and staying close to that source of water along the route. And again, Babylon seems a likely beginning for their journey, which I cover in detail in my much longer audio presentation from two years ago. And you can access that at uswriter.com. That's U-S-W-R-I-T-E-R dot com. And we'll continue with the Wise Men and the Star in a forthcoming episode. Thank you for listening. Tell others. Our next audio segment will be in a week or so. And God bless.